Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Monday, April 25th. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. And you can find us on Conroe Culture News on Facebook. IRLoneStar.com is live streaming. We're also live YouTube. FM 104.5, 106.1 out of downtown Conroe at the Conroe Tower in our new beautiful studio, Lone Star Community Radio. So the first segment today is going to have uh, Megan Christopher, the Executive Director, Administrator, and Cindy Irvine. Did I say it wrong, Sir Irvin? Irvine, <laughs> sales marketing director at the newest beautiful senior living facility community, Worthington Manor, and we will hear from them. They just had their grand opening last week and having residents in starting uh, in another week. So that's exciting. And in the second segment, we're going to have Brent and Pauline Vizet and their assistant living locators of Greater North Northeast Houston. So it's all about assistant living, memory care, and taking care of our parents and those as they move on to the next chapter in their life. The show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractics have been serving the community for so many years, they've had to keep enlarging their space. They are located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School in Taco Bell. Everybody knows where those places are. And they serve infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals with a focus on holistic, natural healing to relieve pain, but also achieve optimal health. Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certifications in adjusting extremities, arms, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, and prenatal and pediatric care. So even if you're pregnant and don't have any kids, you can have an easier delivery. And she, like I said, she treats infants. They go in there all the time. She has kids' monthly events where you dress up like a hero or you dress up like uh, your favorite Disney character or something like that. She has a lot of fun. She's great with kids. She's great with older people like me. So if you're if you have not been to see her, it's only $25, and she gives that whole $25 back to CASA that helps kids in CPS custody. And that's Roger Stein Chiropractic, 3033 West Davis. Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Well, we all know about real estate, and it was very low, but interest rates are now increasing. So you need to get on it because it's just going to keep going up because, you know, things aren't great with our economic uh, climate of what's going on. So Team Sinisi Real Estate Group's is your best source in Montgomery County for buying, selling, or investing in real estate. 281-507-9777, Team Sinisi, because it's an easy name to remember. So what's going on right now? Well, 
Uh, unless you haven't been paying attention, it, early voting starts today in several locations. And Conroe City Council positions three, four, five, and Conroe Municipal Judge begins today through May 3rd. Voting day is Saturday, May 7th for the City of Conroe elections and other municipalities, Shenandoah, Magnolia, there's things in East County, all over. And be educated before you vote. Go online, learn about why you're voting, don't just vote. So Saturday, April 30th, coming right up, is Kids Fest in downtown Conroe. That's a free event put on by the city of Conroe, and downtown will be all uh, barricaded off for the annual event from 10 to 5, and it's absolutely free with activities for the entire family. You will find all kinds of interactive villages, stage acts, first and fun, and again, no entry fee. So that is uh, April 30th, which today is the 25th, so that would be this Saturday, everyone. Make your reservation for also Saturday, April 30th at 1 o'clock, which is also downtown at Candy Cane Park, at the Heritage Museum of Montgomery County. The Courier's feature editor, Sandra Hernandez, will be signing books and talking about uh, her book that's about Conroe, all about Conroe history. So it's $20 for the book, and it's free to go to the event. I also have a copy of the book. It's a good book. So after two years of the pandemic, the Friends of the Symphony are excited to announce their fundraiser. Keep the music alive on Sunday, May 1st from 3 to 5 at Amore Fine Dining, Italian Dining in Montgomery on 105. You can find out more about that by going to conroesymphony.org. And they had a great concert at West Conroe Baptist Church Saturday night. It was all about Earth Day and nature and mountains and rivers and lakes and bears and uh, so we look forward to hearing them again on the 4th of July they'll be doing a fabulous concert if you haven't heard them before you need to go there that will be a free concert where I don't know yet but I know it will be a patriotic concert and did you know there's an organization to help prepare young girls in the 36th grade to be on dance teams or cheerleaders yes there is it's called the Conroe Rangerettes and they are having registration through June 1st. Uh, and those girls, it prepares them to be on the Pete Junior High Dancing Dolls, the Conroe High School Golden Girls, and Caney Creek Starlets. So if you want to know more about that, you can go to ConroeRangerettes.com or go to their Facebook page, Conroe Rangerettes. So the uh, Conroe Art League is also hosting their... Uh, May 7th annual students award show so any Montgomery County High School senior can apply for that online go to ConroeArtLeague.com to find out how to do that and they have $11,000 to give away so the deadline is coming up May 6th so get on that so with that we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back to talk about Worthington Manor community with uh, Cindy and Megan. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 
441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's Roller Derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of Roller Derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. And we are back with our first segment today. I am your host, Margie Taylor on Conroe Culture News from Lone Star Community Radio. And I am sitting here with Megan Christopher and Cindy Irvin, and they are both with Worthington Manor, the newest community for assistant living, and they have all different levels of care. But, you know, it's all about the ambience. It is such grandeur when you walk in there. It's like a castle or something like that. You know, you're, you're waiting for the moat and the and the boat to take you over there like a princess i mean it it really is it's like it just reminds me of a castle yeah we keep getting a mansion on a hilltop yes (laughs) yes so uh this is located in where the old uh wedgwood golf course was in that community right off of 105 and is your address still 1999 Lakes of Wedgwood. Okay, yeah. okay, just want to legitimize that. But yeah. you can't really miss it. It's right there where Wedgwood Golf Course used to be on 105. So, Megan, tell me tell me about this place. Why is it so fabulous? It is 26 acres sitting at the highest peak in Conroe. It's 135,000 square feet, and we've really been cost, uh, calling it more of a 135,000 square foot custom home because that's really how it was built. It was built with love and passion and a lot of blood sweat and tears of our owners um, that have wanted to perfect a place where seniors actually want to choose that as their home and it's just grandeur it is not even a good enough word i don't think but you have had all the bells and whistles there and you had your uh large grand opening ribbon cutting all of that last week so this has been a dream and a vision uh of jeff farmer is that right cindy yes jeff farmer and curtis Lindsay are two of our owners um and it has it's been a long time dream that's finally come into life and we're excited to share it with the community um i know i whenever i came on a year ago you know it was the beginning stages of construction we had residents already reserving their apartments they were super excited about it and so now you know at our grand opening event on thursday it was so great to see those residents come in and finally get to get to see the finished product of where they're going to call home so 
and they've come from different communities or living on their own or whatever different situations. And what I noticed was really cool is that some of the residents knew each other and they're excited to have their neighbors with them, right? And that yeah. seemed to be a big selling point. Well, if she's going, I'm going, yeah. you know, because they it's about how they feel. And I know uh, Norma, one of your owners, was saying it's all about building that community, whether it's social engagement or anything else. And I think you do call it a community, don't you? Yeah. We do. So our tagline is creating community. And the story behind creating community that Norma came up with was that – Things have changed in our world, in individuals, adults, young adults, families. It's harder and harder. Kids move further away from mom and dad. They're usually left alone further and further stretches between when they get to see them for holidays. And they're lonely. And loneliness is really challenging among older adults. Um, that can hurt you mentally, physically, all of that. Absolutely. Right? I mean, just socially, it just, cha- it just changes, changes everything. Outlook. Yep. And so she wanted to create a community where people could come together and it would be some place that they could do together. They created a full service bar in the lobby so that families would want to come in and have a drink after work. And you have happy hours, too. We do have happy hours. (laughs) Live music. Um, And we created a salon where there's two pedicure, two manicure stations, two hair stations, so that it gives family a reason to come and visit mom and dad so they could come in if i were to come in there with my mom i could get a pedicure with her right beside her or bring the granddaughter and yeah. we could make a day of it and have a meal yeah. have a drink absolutely you know whatever maybe watch a show yeah so we have our dine-in movie theater that our residents can reserve and have special feature films maybe saturday morning cat cartoons have all the oh, grandkids really? in. yeah so that's one of the features there as well and they're nice chairs, too. They're theater chairs. Yes, they are. I mean, it's very, it's done with a lot of thought in mind. And there's so many beautiful um, amenities. I mean, you have a um, cyber cafe, which to me means like it's a computer cafe, internet cafe, basically, right. kind of thing. Yeah. We do. We have indoor and outdoor patios on that. It's a grab-and-go cafe. It's We'll have quick items there like chicken salad, um, some sandwiches to go, different drinks and beverages. In between meals kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. or just yeah. for, again, for third-party vendors, for, for residents, for people that are coming into the community to grab something on their way out. So. It's just, uh, oh, an exercise studio. Oh, yeah. With state-of-the-art uh, uh, things in there and... Uh, I, I see on here a library, a poker room. I saw a grand piano in there. There is. There's a grand piano up in the great room where we're going to have live music. We have the grand piano. But my favorite spot is the library. There's a 10-mile view all the way to Wood Forest. You can see the Wood Forest water tower, and it's just beautiful. It's breathtaking. Um, once again, we sit on the highest peak in Conroe. So when you're over looking all of that nature and beauty, it's just it's so it's exciting. It's overwhelming. Tell me about your chef. Oh, our chef is incredible. I <laughs> see so you got excited. <laughs> so in senior living, you know, meals and, and dining is super important. because They don't want cafeteria food. Right, and we're providing all of their meals for them. You know, they're not cooking in their apartment. We're taking care of all that. So the biggest complaint or, or questions that we get asked about are, is the dining experience. Who do you have cooking? Who do you, who, what is, what are our meals going to be like? Give us a sample menu. Um, and everyone that came to our grand opening got a, 
got a sneak peek of what great food our chef is going to produce and his staff. And he, he's incredible. He's a Cajun boy. He puts a little a little spin on it, but not too spicy. And um, we're He's really, passionate. He is very passionate. I, I saw the same sparkle I see in your eyes were in his eyes. Yeah, he was just super excited. He is. He's very passionate. And he, he loves seniors. He loves he wants feedback you know tell me what you like tell me what you don't like and he's excited to get our residents in there and get you know i i'm i'm a woman so i don't want you critiquing my food but he can take it a little better than than i feel us women can so he's had almost 20 years of experience in the senior industry and he got into senior living because of his grandmother he comes from a large family they had eight kids wow and he loved to cook and um, he didn't really know when he got into it that that's what he was going to do but um he has definitely um, we're very blessed to have him at Worthington Manor, and, and so are our residents yeah. because his food is phenomenal. So Absolutely. we can't wait. You know, our dining experience is going to be like a five-course dining experience. You sit down, it's wait staff, it's served. You get the black open menu with the everyday items and a couple different features. For and the, the everyday day. meaning you can order any of those anytime. It right. isn't just the special of the day or whatever. Absolutely. We do dining from 7 to 7, so it's an open dining room. Um, at the resident's choice when it's when they're ready for it that's very nice and he told me it was like a five-week rotation or something so it's not like meatloaf monday or taco tuesday yep. i mean it's all over yeah. always changing which i i said well that's more often than i do <laughs> yeah i i do the grab and go here's what you're eating today right. i find myself <laughs> cooking the same meals every week yeah, i'm yeah, taco absolutely. tuesday every tuesday yeah so that's inviting so you also have the memory care the lodge and he will also be preparing those foods but tell me a little bit about the lodge so we use a Montessori Moments in Time program for our memory care residents. Um, but specific to dining, um, we actually serve, we have a beautiful memory care kitchen. And if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth stopping by and taking a look at. Um, instead of most facilities that will plate a, a meal in the kitchen, put a cover on it, stick it in a cart, wheel it out there, and it'll get to the table within 30 minutes, we are actually preparing hot, fresh food in our steam table. Our memory care residents are eating the same thing as our assisted living residents, and it is plated hot and fresh directly to the table um, so that they have as nice of a dining experience as our assisted living residents. And when I spoke to your chef, Eddie, uh, he was also telling me that he does take into consideration um, dietary things for the different seniors and i said well are they low salt or he goes you know what you got to have some salt or it doesn't taste good <laughs> so <laughs> he goes you know yes we will we will adjust modify to that particular yeah. needs of to, the resident right to um whether it be uh, gluten um diabetics Vegan. puree things like uh, that yeah. yeah all of those um he he will definitely help with all but those. you know we don't want to compromise flavor and we don't mm -hmm. want to compromise sight it's appetizing what you're eating has to look appealing you have to know what you're eating so even on some of those modified diets being able to explain what it is and being able to have it separated and not just put it all together like is mush. important yes. <laughs> like mush. yeah no I, I understand who would want to eat that so uh you have different levels of care mm -hmm. you have four levels of care correct in our assisted living we do we have yes. full, four levels of care our memory care is all all inclusive care all inclusive rate but um 
I did want to touch on our memory care program because yes, you please t- kind do. of touched on it. We we do have a Montessori based program in our What does uh, that mean exactly? Care. So Montessori, a lot of people hear it in early childhood education, right. but what we do is we take our residents' life stories, their activities, their occupation whatever it is about them. And we create daily activities, their daily activity schedule based off of them to help trigger those memories, to help keep them active in mind and body. Um, and we just, every every activity, daily activity schedule is based around that resident and their life story in there and what they enjoy doing or what they enjoyed doing in the past. And we couple that with validation techniques from the Validation Institute, which is the basis of our programming, which is very different than a lot of communities use. They'll use therapeutic lies. They'll they'll use a variety of um, redirecting to get residents to do what they want them to do. But we just validate them and meet them where they are. We Whatever place they're in is where we're going to meet them um, and stay in that place with them. Um, and then that coupled with Maslow's hierarchy um, of mm-hmm. meeting their needs is that we have to meet their basic needs before we can meet their needs of love, mm-hmm. before we can they can be self-assured basic survival right so we we couple all of those together to build our Montessori moments in time program I hadn't heard about Maslow's in quite a while but I do remember it (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of that tell me your backgrounds what what is your background Megan (laughs) I have been in healthcare since 1995 um, which for some people that see me can't believe that it's really been that long Um, but I have over 25 years in healthcare, and it's just something that is it's always been in me. I've always been passionate about seniors. Um, I grew up with my grandparents, and um, I always went with them to the Lions Club or the Sertoma meetings and, and just always spent a lot of time in my youth around seniors. Um, also did health occupations. And so I've had a broad background in healthcare um, from long-term acute care, um, home health, hospice uh, training, and into senior living. And senior living is just where it's home for me. Um, I just love, I love Mm -hmm. using all of my experience to know about all of the services that these seniors are entitled to. So as executive director, administrator, what exactly is your title? A little both and everything else? (laughs) Both and everything. Okay. (laughs) So how hands-on are you with what's going on and do you know the residents and tell me about your, what you do there. So I have an, I have an open door policy. The only time my door is closed is if I'm in a meeting, but um, it is all about the residents. It's about the residents and the families and counseling through some of the challenges that families are facing that they haven't navigated through yet and helping them realize the place that mom or dad are at um, so that they can they can be the best that they can be for, for them at the And time. it is a lot when you're trying to it figure is. it out. And baby boomers like myself, yeah. you know, it, it's the biggest growing population, and that means that we're all getting older and you can't always do what you think you can do and you might need some more assistance and it's a great community if you can't have hands-on taking care of your loved one Mm -hmm. all the time because you have to work or you have other kids or whatever the situation is so you develop a relationship with them and then your team also develops that relationship. So Cindy has been with you for a year mm-hmm. or so, yeah. uh, working beside you to make this place great. And then I know that you have other individuals besides the chef, but you have other hands-on people, that caregivers that, that work there. And you have a doctor. We do. We have a couple, actually. Okay. Um, so we have a full leadership team. I think that we're up to 11, 10 or 11 on our leadership team. Yeah. Um, and we anticipate at full um, capacity that we're going to be at almost 90 associates 
Um, so really? those leaders are over wow. those associates. It's going to be a very large company for Conroe um, that came into the area. But it takes all of those people um, to run this. And so Meridian is our uh, management company, and their, um, I guess, symbol of, of what they represent is a submarine. And it's because submarines can go down for long, long periods of time, um, and they have to operate and be functional, and there's no one person on the team that's more significant than the other. Um, everybody has an equal importance in making the community They have run. a role. Absolutely. They have a role. And so that's what we're building is, is a, a team of culture, um, and of passion and of understanding um, that, that truly are passionate about caring for seniors. Well, and I mean, you can have all the fancy stuff and all the amenities, but if you dig deeper and the care level's not there, absolutely doesn't work. Yeah. No. It, it may be a pretty package, but once you untie the wrapping paper, uh, if it's not about the care, then what is it about? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So you're telling me you have a lot of staff and you're attentive to the needs of the residents that live there, no matter what level they're at. And from my understanding, as you increase levels, you increase more the direct care or things that you do, such as add-ons. I don't know, but I mean like yeah, so laundry or, or whatever. Right. So in our base, we're not our residents do get um, weekly housekeeping and weekly laundry, of course, all of their utilities and meals. But as far as level of care, we do have four different levels of care that kind of um, align with what, what care they need, what assistance they need. If they need more, um, it is a point-based system. So it's something that our nurse goes, goes out and does the assessment, kind of determines what level of care they are, what they need, what they maybe want, if they want more housekeeping, more laundry, taking all those into, into consideration consideration and then basing their their uh, plan off of that as far as level of care but we do only have four levels of care and then of course our fourth level of care is pretty much providing whatever whatever the resident whatever needs. they need and then it's uh, more intimate care your ratio is smaller so that you can give them the care that they need or want right and just to be specific, you don't have to be on a level of care to come into assisted living. Yeah. Um, you don't have to require care yet. I could just go live there if you I could want, want to. Come on. Yeah, and I don't right. have to make meals. <laughs> yeah. And life is good. Yeah, right? That's exactly. right. You get a cook. My dog's small, so he can come stay there because <laughs> yeah. you take animals. We do. We do, we do take yeah. animals under 50 pounds. Yep. And we have a dog park there for our for our residents and their pets. And then even, you know, to have therapy, um, pet therapy come in, we'll have that in our memory care mm. program as well. So, yeah. Pet therapy is really amazing. To see what pets are able to do, especially for memory care residents, is really a remarkable thing that I have seen for years um, in my journey through assisted living. Yeah. Um, so we're we're excited to bring that into the com into the community. So what have I neglected? How about uh, where you can be found? Yeah, so of course you can find us on uh, WorthingtonManorSeniorLiving.com. We would love for everyone to come by and take a tour. We're 1999 Lakes of Wedgwood Drive here in Conroe, or you can always give me a call. Um, my number is 936-213-0550. I'll set you up a tour so you can come and see the beautiful community. And just to just to talk about where we're really located, because Lakes of Wedgwood might be yeah. a little hard for some of you to find. We're across from Tri Supply off of 105 um, and directly behind Ogen Motorsports. I say this. We're between both the Vernons. Everybody knows where Vernon <laughs> is in this town. That's There's true. Vernon's Barbecue, Vernon's Catfish. We're right in between. So you can come see us. And, and right up on lunch. the hill. It's very majestic. Yep, it, um, is. it is like a little castle. It is. It is. And it's, it's right there on 105. And it has a whole ambiance, a feeling of... Um, 
not too formal. It's more comfortable. Home. It is more like a home. You're greeted when you walk in. Uh, it's it's nice. And when you peel back the layers, you can see that people really do care. Yep. So Worthington Manor of Conroe on Facebook. Uh, Worthington Manor, you can Google it pretty easy and find it in Conroe. Take a tour. You have openings for residents still. We do. We And we also, um, until the 2nd of May, we have our founders um, incentives that we're offering. So if anyone is wants more information on that, please reach out to me. Um, those won't last long, but they're great incentives that lock you in to a discount. So, and we all like discounts. <laughs> I'm a coupon kind of girl, and they're very limited. Yeah, and you are. also will take trips to the theaters and do things like that. We will. We'll have outings with our residents. We'll have um, shopping trips. We'll have other outings and trips. We'll have ladies' lunches, maybe some guy dinners, different fun things. Um, but then also in the community as well, we'll have a lot of activities. We have a full activity schedule already set for May. We have a fun Cinco de Mayo celebration coming up, um, Memorial, Memorial Day, Day program. I think I um, need to move in. <laughs> yeah, there's Orange Juice Day, so she's already got a mimosa bar ready to go. <laughs> we got a fresh squeeze orange juice machine, and it takes eight really nice medium-sized oranges to make one glass, but it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so. Can't wait for a mimosa bar. <laughs> oh, me too. Okay, so Megan and Cindy, thank you very much. Thank you. Your place is beautiful. Worthington Manor of Conrad on Highway 105. Yes, we'll see y'all soon. All Thank right. you. Thank you. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive, and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help 
and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. And we are back for our second segment today. I am sitting with Brent Bizet. He's with the Assistant Living Locators of Greater Northeast Houston. So we're talking all about levels of care, taking care of our loved ones as they age you know, into their next chapter. And I'm thinking at the last place, you know, I might need to go there just to have a break, a vacation or something like that and have foods made for me and go to the theater and all of that, go to happy hour. But uh, Brant and his wife, Pauline, uh, help people like myself or anybody else that needs help finding a place for their loved ones, or the loved ones can reach out to you as well. And they help people um, locally, but also in the bigger scale, because they are part of it. Are you part of a national organization? We or? are, yes. Okay, so they have they have people, and you know whether it's helping to uh, move your your loved one, your parent, or whoever into the right place. I mean, they help me with my mother in Oregon, and find different places for her, and they can help with uh, consolidating the stuff that she has at her house in Oregon, and finding different people for different things. They're a resource, bottom line, to help you move your loved one into the place they need to be with the right fit. Is that correct? Yes. And we also help people if they want to stay in their home, we can find ways to help them stay in their home. You know, if they are looking for opportunities to make their home more accessible so they have more handrails and ramps and things like that because they want to stay in their home. And then just bring people to help with whatever they need help with. That's right. You know, we want them to live their best life wherever home is going to be. And, Locally, of course, you know, the greater Montgomery County, greater Houston area, but you can reach further than that, too. Yes. Like you mentioned, you know, we're helping you in Oregon. We've helped someone in New Jersey. We've helped someone in Georgia. You know, we help people all over the country because we're part of a franchisee program that has franchisee uh, presences in over 100 different areas across the United States. So uh, how, does, how do people first find you? How do they connect with you? How do they know you're available? How do they know that there's even a process? Because, I mean, there's so many unknowns. If you're not living in this moment and you find that your 
mother, your father, or both of them together really need more help than you can provide or have the time to provide, how does somebody know that you, how do they reach out to you? How do they even know you exist? They can Google us. You can find us with the Google. The Google's a nice tool. I love Google. Yes. Great tool. (laughs) But uh, we're on social media as well. Facebook. We're on the Instagram as well for the younger people that are out there and you people that are out there chasing those younger people like we do. Not quite Snapchat yet. Yeah, I don't know Not Snapchat. But we are on those social media platforms. Uh, You can definitely call us, you know, and text us at 281-691-6450. That's probably the quickest and easiest way to to reach out to us is uh, texting or calling us, and we will definitely reply immediately. So you're also a member of the Conroe Chamber. Mm Mm-hmm. And any other chambers? We're a part of the East Montgomery County Chamber of Commerce. Uh, We also do work within the Alzheimer's Association of Houston. We're in the process of, uh, we've been certified now officially to do a caregiver's support group that we will moderate uh, in the Humble Kingwood area moving forward. We're very excited about that. My uh, paternal grandmother passed away with Alzheimer's uh, many years ago. It's a horrible disease, and dementia is going to become the leading cause of death other than cancer and heart disease in the next five years. How does dementia kill people? Dementia kills people because literally it's the brain is the issue. It's getting into the brain and causing various things to happen physically in the brain, chemically in the brain, that's changing the way the brain functions moving forward. And Slowly but surely, for lack of a better term, the brain dies with dementia and what it's doing in various uh, physical aspects of the brain. Interesting. So uh, you can set up visits virtually, which I know you've done, and there's access to that on your website for anybody who wants to know how that works. But you can do it virtually. You can take them on tours locally to different places, and you find out exactly what they're looking for, whether they have um, an animal, a pet that needs Mm -hmm. to be them, a dog, a cat, or whether they want um, activities, what kind of activities. What are they looking for that would make it community? For them? For them, they're more social. They're a social butterfly. They need to have more interactions with people. So a facility would be a better place for them, regardless of whether it's an independent living opportunity where you're just going and moving into an apartment and having food served. And there are those. There are those, absolutely. And you're just downsizing. You're tired of mowing the lawn. You're tired of paying those high property taxes, and you want to get out of your house and just move into an apartment. Independent living facility is a way to go in addition to 55 and older apartment complexes. It's just different strokes for different folks. So you find those places too? Absolutely. We can find those places. We work with a lot of local realtors to find those apartment complexes. And it's just the social butterfly aspect. How much social interactions do you want to have on a regular basis? Have them organized. Uh, you don't want to have to pay, worry about the utilities because a lot of the facilities have the utilities already. And you don't have covered. to drive anywhere. And you don't have to drive anymore it's because all right they there. offer transportation to most places that you would need to go, shopping, doctor, or whatever. Right. So, and you also connect with uh, the medical professionals. We do. That's a big deal. We do. You know, especially when people are new to an area and they need to find doctors because they're new and they don't know anyone. 
we help people find those resources because we have, as part of our network, lots of different groups that we, you know, participate with and help them find those individuals, including health insurance as well. Health insurance too. And will it, will the facility take your insurance if you have a doctor? And a lot of these places, the physician goes there, right? Yes. They go there and visit you there. And ironically, sometimes it's the same physician. <laughs> it is. Sometimes it just happens to be that way. Now, more and more physicians are starting to do that. Just because they come to the facility doesn't mean that they'll accept the insurance. That's the tricky part because that's a little bit different. So different doctors have different policies. So you should check with your doctor first uh, when if you have someone on Medicare to make sure that that's kosher, for lack of a better term. Okay. So what a lot of people don't know is that when you go to these facilities, I mean, you could be in just independent living and just do your own thing. It's mm -hmm. basically having your own space, your own apartment or whatever. And then you can go use uh, any of the activities or uh, the transportation or anything like that. But they also will come in and help with uh, laundry, lighthouse keeping. Um, should you need help with a meal? Well, they don't generally they don't have a stove or anything in there. Sometimes they do. We we do have some places that we partner with that have full kitchens in them. Really? Yes. Okay. We placed somebody with a, a, at a facility that had a full kitchen because they wanted to still cook, you know, every now and then. So an independent place, for the most part, will have a kitchen or a kitchenette type situation uh, and still enable you, if you don't want to eat, you know, cook for yourself that day, to go downstairs and go to the big cafeteria and eat whatever they've whipped up, which is awesome food for it's the most part. It's usually good. Yeah, but assisted good. living does not have that. They have most just the, the microwave. Time, yes. Most of the time, assisted living does not have that kind of arrangement. We did visit one recently that was down in Houston that did have a kitchenette. We were kind of surprised by that. But they said that they're designing it for their uh, caregiver you know, spouse that's not as far along and is independent, but they're allowing them to live with each other in assisted living. So the spouse could so still be a different situation. Slightly different. Yep. So uh, with a, a lot of, most of these facilities are 24 hour care. They're yes. going to be watching and paying attention. Yes. And it, depending on your level of care is how much, how often they come to check on you, or does it vary by that? It just varies depending on staffing, to be honest. You know, a facility itself typically has a minimum staff ratio of 1 to 20, which means one person is keeping an eye on 20 clients on a 24-hour 24 basis. 24 hours. So mm -hmm. even at nighttime, there's somebody yes. around. Yes, Absolutely. Which is a good thing if this is your loved one in a facility. You want to make sure. And their response time is usually... Dependent pretty upon, fast. you know, it's pretty fast within at least a few minutes in, in the event that an alarm goes off, which most facilities have those little pendants that people can press the button in the event of a fall. That's the difference between a facility and a care home. A care home, the ratio is a little bit smaller. And if you're looking for that more personalized individual care, that would be the better option. So how did you get into this? <laughs> So Pauline and I worked for about 30 years within the Medicare population itself, hmm. and I was in corporate America working for one of the insurance plans while she worked at the YMCA of Houston. We, since we were in the business, Medicare, our family came to us and said, we need help figuring this out with your grandparents. This was back in the early 2010s. So they thought that since we were in Medicare, 
we dealt with old people, so we would be able to know what to do. So we dived head first into it, and lo and behold, we dived right into an iceberg because there is so much that you don't. Everybody thinks Medicare covers this. It does not. Okay, Long-term care is not covered by Medicare. This is something that you have to have special insurance for or you pay out of your own pocket. A lot of pocket. people don't know that. They don't. They think their insurance will cover it. That is correct. And it doesn't, except for if, if the doctor says you need to go to a skilled nursing facility to rehab, Medicare covers that, okay, because a doctor ordered it to happen. But once the doctor says you're fine and you need to leave it, then Medicare stops paying. You could stay there, but then you have to pay for that out of your own pocket. And that's what most people don't understand. And there's just so many layers to this on top of the other resources that are available and out there for people to be able to stay at home with home care or home health, transportation services, VA. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And we made lots of mistakes. We had to move my grandparents three times. It was horrible for them. You, you know, the worst thing that you can do to yeah, someone on Medicare is... Them is is change and they did not react well to it and to this day you know our family still has repercussions from it from you know lots of yelling and screaming and stuff like that on decisions that weren't made that had to be made at the snap of a finger so that's the experience that we want to help people avoid because we did not know about all of this. And we want to be a resource, a free resource that families and their loved ones don't have. We don't get paid by them at all. We are only reimbursed by referral sources if that's the best fit for that person. And so we want to make sure that people avoid that at all costs. So you're very passionate about helping the elder population and getting them to where they need that fits their model, their idea, their dream, and their comfort level of what would help them feel like this is home. You know, um, everybody is different. Everybody has different things. And there's a lot of places, aren't there? Even in Montgomery County, there's a lot of places. There are a lot of places. Some are good. Some, some are not so good. <laughs> Worthington, you know, that we saw last week is an excellent new place. Some are not so good. You know, there's a lot of different options out there for sure. How do you value, how, how does someone evaluate which is good and which isn't? I mean, you know the good places, so they could work with yes. you. But, I mean, are there reviews, or how would somebody know? I mean, there's some reviews. There's the state process of licensing versus non-licensed. You know, typically someone that has five or more people that they're caring for in a facility needs to have a state license to be able to so do it's kind of doing. like on the opposite side child care it is child care places have to be licensed and they're monitored and the same with the senior living communities also have to be licensed correctly that's correct it's it's we start our lives in care and then we end our lives in care and Easy. on both sides, <laughs> you know, hopefully there's somebody monitoring things to make sure that the people are doing what they're supposed to do. So that's the first level of making sure that someone's doing what they're supposed to be doing is the state and whether they have a license or not. There's some excellent non-licensed places out there, too. But there's also things that when they don't have the license that they're not obligated to do, like have a backup power supply in the event of an emergency. So if we have a hurricane and the power goes out, 
a lot of places, if they have a license, have a backup generator. So if you were working with someone, let's say I asked you to help me find something that's um, just a smaller home care facility, you would straight out say, here's the difference. Yes, they're good people, but they don't have the backup generator or they don't have to do this and that because they're not licensed to do so, but it's not against the law for them. That's correct. Now, there is some things that are in play now that the state's trying to do from an occupancy perspective by allowing counties to kind of regulate some of the things that the unlicensed state, you know, state unlicensed programs or facilities are doing. But for the most part, anybody could be going in and caring, quote unquote, for people in an unlicensed facility. And if you're looking for someone that's professional and knows what they're doing, that's the risk you run is that if you go into an unlicensed facility, it could be anyone that's taking care of your. So that's really a big advantage of working with you and Pauline is that you have relationships with the people. We do. And honest relationships. Yes. Very honest. And we know the individuals and we've seen their places. Uh, when we go in and we do, we evaluate the place. Mm-hmm. And if we don't like, there's several places that are in our area that we've gone into and we're like, oh, I don't know that I would put my dog there, let alone, mm-hmm. you know, my grandmother or grandfather. So we don't have them as part of our network and we don't refer people. You don't to refer them. them. But no. then, you know, let's say you had a choice of three. You, uh, of course, work with um, your client, the people you're working with and find the best place hearing what their, just like a realtor, just what their needs are, you know, so that you can say, yeah, but this place is better because there's more engagement or this place is better because they'll take your animal or this place is better. They all offer the same thing, but you hear what they're saying when they go view it and you can help them better. Absolutely. We don't want to, it has to be a perfect match Mm -hmm. between the facility and our client. They got to be happy there. They got to be happy happy with you or anybody else. That's right. So if there's not a perfect match for whatever reason, because someone is not delivering the expectation and meeting what needs to happen on both sides, then that's not something that we want to encourage to happen because it's supposed to be living your best life. And you living your best life is not always having to, ask for something to be done or tell someone to do something on a regular basis. That's just not the way it works. So tell me about some of the challenges you've had during COVID, after COVID. What does that look like? Well, during COVID, we didn't get to see a lot of people at the facilities because, you know, they're trying to protect. And they, and for the most part, a lot of our facilities were able to, you know, get out with no COVID in their facilities. Mm -hmm. So that's an excellent sign as to, how much they care and how much they really value and sacrifice in order to protect those people because they truly do love them and value them as part of their families. And a lot of them are still doing all the temperature checks and all of that before you come in. They do. So there, there are those, especially the care homes where they take that very seriously and they do everything they can to protect them. Post COVID, the challenges I think involve with, you know, there's a lot of caregivers that got sick that are still kind of recovering. There's some caregivers that unfortunately passed away with COVID. And then there's other caregivers that because of all the stress of doing everything that they were doing on a relentless basis, that they have kind of thrown up their hands and said, yep, we're kind of done with this. I need to have a change (laughs) in professional uh, capacity. 
So there is a challenge right now of finding caregivers in a lot of different facilities, regardless of whether it's a big facility or a care home. And that's something that the industry as a whole is, is having to deal with. And they're kind of cro you know, crossing that bridge in a lot of different ways to try to fix that moving forward. The other issue out there is that, simply put, a lot of care homes are having to shut down because they just could, can't make it anymore because they it's can't find the caregivers. Struggle. Right. Their margins were so tight that now they'd have to pay more for the caregivers. They lost people at the facility, you know, that passed away. Right. They can't find new ones, so they're shutting down. So a shortage that we had already of, of care facilities, regardless of whether it's care home or facility, is now starting to be exacerbated even more because of this trend. So that's nice that the Worthington Manors are now coming on board, but we need probably five more Worthington Manors in Montgomery County alone, you know, to start to meet the need that's out there. Do you think there's a huge need for this right now? Yes, there is. Uh, and it's growing? It is growing. You got right now 12,000 people turning 65 as part of the boomers every day in this country. And by 2025, that number will be 15,000, which will be the peak of the boomers uh, retirement process. And these people are going to need care of one way or another. You know, even home care and home health are being impacted by this caregiver shortage. So even if you want to stay at home, those costs of wanting to stay at home are going to mm -hmm. increase because now you're having to pay more for those people because they're able to get more on the market, supply and demand. Right. So all of this is being impacted by COVID, and we just have to have more people going into nursing to be CNAs, to go into registered nurse, to, to be LVN. And we also have to have more facilities. It's just that simple. We've got to be thinking about that moving forward for the, uh, the boomers that are coming online that they're going to need the care. So are you getting more people all the time that need the care that yes. you are actually seeing? You we're, we're, seeing we're seeing a lot of people that actually need the care and can't afford it. So that's the other phenomenon that's now kicking in is that because of poor planning, we have people that are, for lack of a better term, the middle class senior, and they don't have a huge amount coming in from Social Security, you know, or, or they're doing halfway decent. Average Social Security check in the country is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. Okay, there other that than that won't pay for any care. that will not pay for care. It will not. Anywhere. So that means that you've got to use your family to help you. You use your family. You, you got to move in with the family. VA, or you have to go on Medicaid. You know, as a stopgap. You know, and and Medicaid is a stopgap program in the state, but even Medicaid has its, you know, positives and negatives. And one of the biggest negatives is the fact that the state can come back, and they call it the clawback, or they can get you for your estate for the money that they paid for your care after you pass. So that oh, is, a, I see. that's a little thing that people don't, people don't talk about that. They don't talk about that, but that <laughs> is very much something the state can do. Mm. And so a lot of programs also facilities as well, don't have Medicaid as a project, uh, as a uh, proprietor because of the simple fact that if Medicare pays a dollar for care on average, Medicaid probably pays about 70 cents on that dollar. So why would you pay for 70% of what you can get? you know, and you're barely making it as it is versus, you know, getting a full dollar regarding someone paying you self-pay. So the number of people that accept Medicaid is 
not as high as it, you would think hmm. either. So there's not a lot of options, but that's where a lot of people are having to head to. And we don't have enough places that are that middle line of the road where you pay about 3000 or so a month where you get care for assisted living, unfortunately. Most yeah. of them are over five, aren't they? The average in this area is probably about 4500 right now. Yeah. And, with and depending inflation, on what other level of care you Correct. Need. And, you know, different strokes for different folks. Sometimes people roll the levels of care that you mentioned into the cost of the base rate. So you pay a little bit more higher at base rate, but then you don't have to pay those levels of care, which the levels of care could involve a couple of thousand dollars extra per month, depending on where your loved one falls under that spectrum of it's care. Expensive. It can become expensive, yes. And we haven't even gotten to memory care yet, which is what, you know, the highest level of care for the dementia patients, which yeah. Alzheimer's is the largest one, but there's probably dozens of de different dementias that are out there. So again, let's uh, follow up of where someone can find you. I know that they can find you by going, and people don't often know this, but uh, looking under the business directory of the chambers. Yes. So the Greater uh, Greater East Montgomery County Chamber and the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. But they can also go to Facebook and find you there. Yep. All Northeast Houston or um, under Assisting Living Locators. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what is the phone number to call you? 281-691-6450. And you can text that number as well. Uh, so that comes to both Pauline and I, and we get the calls and the texts immediately, and we'll reply as quickly as possible. Okay. It's a whole new world. It is. It is. It's a little scary, but you can help navigate that system. Yes. We make it less scary, and we do it all for Free. Free. We love free. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Brant, for sharing your wisdom about assistant living locators of Greater Northeast Houston. I'm sorry we missed Pauline, but she'll know we're talking about her, right? She will. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Margie, for having me.